Hi, I'm a shadow figure, and you're watching Disney watching Channel. Watching Disney Channel, yeah. <laughs> Please make that the intro. <laughs> Welcome back to another exciting excursion on Murder Road Trip. Murder Road Trip, yeah. Yeah. Where are we going this? <laughs> where, where are we going this week, Shannon? We are still in Illinois. Going to a nice little spooky spook. A little spooky spook. Where are we going? Spooky spooky. Ashmore State. Well, to start off, let me tell you the spooky thing that happened um, after we recorded John Wayne Gacy. Oh no. Didn't you say like you heard something weird? Yeah. Well, first of all, we stopped recording, then my light decided to do that weird. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot. Flashy flash flicker thing, and it hasn't done it since. So that was very weird. Or a weird coincidence. I don't know, but Troy witnessed that. No, it was kind of weird. Was it definitely after we were were done recording? Yeah, it was definitely done. Like whoever or the system malfunctioned, I guess, whenever we were done recording. I don't really know. (laughs) And then I don't know if I staged my house or not. I probably forgot. Cause I was tired, which I think you told me you didn't. Ah, yes. Okay. So I was laying in bed and I heard this loud crash in my kitchen <laughs> and I was like, Oh, obviously some plates or something fell. And then I remembered, yeah. Oh wait, there are no plates or anything in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get, get up. But the next morning I got, got up and um, nothing was out of place or astray. And I don't know what caused that big noise, but I staged my house that morning. And we live to tell the tale. And she has been <laughs> calm ever since. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's the blue alert. Uh, apparently some person shot a cop and now he's on the run. So they're like, oh, <laughs> Yep, just Nashville things. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. We're still in, in Illinois. Illinois. We're in Idaho, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we better be because that's what I posted on Instagram. <laughs> no, we're recording for Illinois. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I was... <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> it's me still forgetting that we record at least three to four weeks in advance. Yeah, that was. <laughs> we're still in every... Idaho. No, we're not. <laughs> every, like literally every single time. <laughs> okay, you're doing your best. Anyways, Illinois. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Illinois. And we're going to do a little spooky spook. Um, we have a spook. Oh, I right, literally last week was so like depressing so awful yeah hopefully this one will be a little bit funnier and lighter I mean it's about an insane asylum so I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what jokes can be made <laughs> you know what we usually find a way to dig them up somehow <laughs> <laughs> dig them up hmm. yeah so it was actually quite a challenge to find some haunted spooky spooks in Illinois. 
Oh, was it really? Which surprised me. Yeah. Or maybe I just don't want to research that hard. I don't really know. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about Ashmore Estates today. Mm. Mm. I didn't send you any ghost pictures, but I'll send them after. Um, yeah. So like I said, who doesn't love a good psychiatric ward slash asylum? I know I do, Shan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I really do. It's also called the Alms House. I'm not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> I put it in there just so you would do it. She said I'm banking on this. <laughs> I'm waiting. So for a miserable woman. On this miserable chilly morning. Hey, Thank you. How would you like a little? <laughs> um that is our expert excerpt from sweeney todd <laughs> you're welcome everyone more details will be in the episode bio no they won't that was a joke. they won't <laughs> it's either sweeney todd or taylor swift in each episode i don't know which one gets more <laughs> i feel like taylor has been more popular that she one that one we had like three or four good ones <laughs> throughout the whole one the whole episode oh tay tay anyway <sighs> So only yeah. Carolina knows anyway. Um, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Ashmore States uh, is located near Indianapolis, Illinois. Because <laughs> that's a place. <laughs> My brain is not working today. So uh, psychiatric play places and old asylums really actually freak me out. Because most of the time, most of the time, they just look like literally someone picked up and left. Like they just leave stuff there. But yeah. (laughs) Like whether it be like bed frames or the creepy wheelchairs that are just hanging out in the hallways. There's medical equipment half the time just like hanging out. Yeah, that's very true. Like, why do they do that? Why do they just pick up and leave? I don't know, maybe something weird happened and they literally just had to leave as soon as possible and quickly. In every single asylum? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, the history of the estate itself dates back to 1857. And it was originally in a different location, but like in the same proximity of the land. That makes sense. So they like moved the building? They rebuilt it in a different location, but it was still like on in the, the same general area. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So it was called Coles County Poor Farm, which housed poor, handicapped, and mentally ill people. Uh, yeah, and I, like I said, in this chapter of its life, it was located in Loxa, Illinois. Loxa, Loxa. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then it became to be, be known as Ashmore Estates, and it. That was built in 1870 on 260 acres. So the original building was the size of a single family home, 38 by 58 oh, feet, and it's wow. two stories of brick. <laughs> a nice little architecture. 
lesson there. Yikes. <laughs> um, yeah. So this was the first building of the estate itself. And then they kind of just like built on and around it after that, like they do with a lot of kind of mental institutions. They okay. Kind of just, just expanding build. as they needed. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do a few more of them because they're super interesting and they are yeah. very interesting. So all the inmates slash patients, I don't know why they called them inmates. Like they weren't. Yeah, that's, I don't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that one. I know, but I, I put it in there anyway. Sorry. Uh, so all the patients were moved to this new farm. Uh, and in the first nine years, about 250 people came through and 32 of them were reported to have passed away. We don't know if there's more. Interesting. There probably okay. more. Probably. So when these people died on these type of properties, they were not buried in like a local cemetery. They were buried on the property and kind okay. of makeshift little cemeteries. Uh, the first cemetery to be known on the property was on the north end. And then another cemetery was made as like a pauper's grave later. Okay. Uh, about 60 to 100 people were slashed are buried there throughout the years in its operation. I don't even know if they got a headstone. Probably they just got a, a number. A lot of times they just probably did yeah. the, did the uh, patient's n- number and slapped a stone on there and said, yep. Which That's kind of sad. It, yeah, that really sucks. Uh, eventually it became Ashmore Estate Psychiatric Hospital in the early 1960s. And originally they did have the right idea. They wanted, oh, no. no, like they wanted to help people, but it no, was it was the, how you said, how you oh. said originally they wanted to help people. So I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in the sixties, we know mental health was not significantly researched. Um, yeah. And they had no idea how to accommodate for these mental illnesses. So there were a lot of generic treatments of the time going on there, such as electroshock therapy. We had the, they would strap people to beds. They would do the water one, the cold water one. Which one was that? I don't remember what it's called. It's not waterboarding. <laughs> no, that's because that's what I was thinking, but I was it's like, not, wait, did I'm they like, these aren't witches. <laughs> It, it, it like shocks your system or something like that. Like where they would like sit in cold water and they would be like kind of like covered and launched in the bathtub or something, that thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot of lobotomies. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> we a love fan them. favorite 100 out of 100 times works. Like, just gotta get it in there and stir up some brains. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they thought that would work. Uh, Every single method they had in this time, like anytime I read anything about it, see anything about it, I'm like, what was the inspiration behind this? And why was someone like, you know what will really fix this one? Well, I think they thought they thought that the brain was the reason why people were acting this way, which they're not wrong. They're correct, but it's (laughs) it's chemicals. It's not like, it's not like an electric current going through your brain and you have to like reset it with a shocker. (laughs) Oh, kind of like when they like resuscitate people, they like, they were like, like we can reboot the brain. Basically they're like, they're like, oh, maybe if we like shock them enough, the brain will go back to being normal. (laughs) 
the idea was there the execution was not horrible but you know what the thing is they just did it for how many years a long time (laughs) you know what i like up until like the 90s that's what i thought and i feel like it wasn't like successful enough for them to you know what i mean like the fact that they didn't like phase it out and be like oh you know what maybe the human body doesn't actually work like this no they're just like we're gonna keep trying (laughs) these kids just look like miserable and worse than when they came huh that's weird that's crazy it couldn't be the shock therapy (laughs) yeah so um in 1965 due to debt it was sold and it became a place where people from the state mental institution would be accepted or housed so and these people were known to be quote-unquote dangerous to others slash themselves But like I said, many times they just had severe mental issues and parents, relatives didn't know how to handle that, especially like schizophrenia, yeah, um, yeah. epilepsy. There was a lot of those there. So like the major mental illnesses besides like depression, anxiety, it was the bipolar, manic things of that that nature ended up there and they were from the state. So uh these types of institutions like i said the residents would be drugged a lot just okay to knock them out and have them stop acting up i guess like <laughs> god forbid my epilepsy episode i got no yeah yeah <laughs> gotta give them some lorazepam lorazepam mm. mm. <laughs> your soup this morning uh, they were put in solitary confinement, which I don't know how that would help at all. <laughs> yeah, put someone Once who's a- having a mental breakdown slash hysteric fit, put them in a room by themselves in the dark. <laughs> For an extended amount of time. That'll fix them right up. <laughs> like, no. It's sad. I think that's still one of, like, the most tragic things about, like, the older insane asylums is that, like people were sending the people they knew to these places in hopes that they would get help there or i guess because it was the only real place that like maybe could help them and then they go and visit them and be like wow this person is a vegetable basically because eventually it's like it's It's so sad i kind of pictured this place a lot not a lot but like if you think of like American Horror Story Asylum (laughs) (laughs) you can think of it as kind of all the people in that big like living area yeah the music room think about it yeah the music room (laughs) that's kind of how you can think 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 about it anything else in that um season is not really (laughs) yeah yeah there were no aliens as far as I know, but who knows? Different times. I don't know. Different time. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, so already we have a lot of confused and somewhat negative energy happening there. So this is looking great. So by the late 1980s, the building was abandoned. Uh, people began to vandalize it and create some really creepy art, art on the walls. Amazing. I like looked at some and it was really scary they would have like skulls and like demons and like oh six six sixes like on the walls and i'm like 
I don't think this sit well with the dead. They're probably like, why are you drawing on my walls? <laughs> <laughs> this is my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> it was bought in, two, in August of 2006 by Scott Kelly. And he began to renovate the building. Apparently it was a wreck, obviously. And yeah. it took seven weeks of 40 hours to clean it out. So it's just seven weeks of 40 hours. Like a, a day? Yeah. Or 40 hours a week. A day. <laughs> oh my God, there's 40 hours Wait, a day? Wait, I'm... S- <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not well. Me neither, it's okay. Moving on. <laughs> he then opened the building as a haunted house. Also probably oh. wasn't the best idea to all the dead oh. people there who were like, god why are all these people running around <laughs> like hello like oh okay you don't look familiar but okay so uh one day while he was working in the building he heard someone coming up the stairs mm. he thought it was his wife he called out to her no answer he called her name again no answer right after he didn't get an answer he's like Okay, that's rude. So he went down (laughs) and he looked outside and he saw his wife standing way across the yard next to their RV. So if it was her, she would have had to sprint up to the building, sprint up the stairs. Somehow he wouldn't hear her walk back down the stairs and get back into the RV. Yeah. So like no way, Jose. There's no way. And like he was the only one in the building at the time. And the thing about stairs that really freaks me out is like, if you hear someone coming up the stairs, you'll hear them going down the stairs. Yes. So like if they don't go back down the stairs. (laughs) 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 A little friend is here. A little friend. (laughs) It was sold for the last time in April of 2013 to Robert Burton and Ella Richards who continued the renovation and now offer historical and ghost tours. Mm -hmm. So now let's talk about some of the documented deaths that we know of. Uh, Elva Skinner, February, 1880, there was a fire at the Coles County poor farm. And unfortunately she um, passed away in the fire. She was about five. So the story is that during a cold winter morning, she was standing next to the fire and she got a little too close and her dress caught on fire. And she couldn't Aww. put put it out. And by the time any anyone like got to her, it was too late. And there are actually records that can be- validate she was killed in a fire on this property. So we do know this one ex- existed. Yeah. She said to haunt the area. Uh, there have been EVPs, electronic voice phenomenons, of a, a little girl calling for her mama and asking for help. Aww. Yeah, I listened to, to some, and it's like really sad. That's not. That's really sad. Well, she's only five. She's only five and she died suddenly and traumatically. Can someone go pretend to be her mom so that she can like pa- pass on, please? No, literally. No, really. Maybe she, that's what she like needs. The girl's just stuck here. Someone needs to go and be like, you can go move on and play with the ponies in heaven. I don't know. Go home, baby. <laughs> Go home, baby. Go home. So also, shadow figures are super prevalent. 
mm. all the time. Uh, when people are touring or investigating, my mic is popping. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, anyway, back to the shadow figures. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, They're... back to the shadow figures. <laughs> So they're also super prevalent here when people are doing investigations or they go to visit the property. People, this is so creepy. <laughs> people oh have described seeing figures peek out of the rooms and then dart back in. <laughs> I don't it's like that. Some no for me for that. That really one. creeps me. Like just <laughs> like. <laughs> They're like, mm. <laughs> they're like, hey, how's hey. the Disney um, Channel door peak? <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's not alarming at all that people see these figures just peeking in and out of rooms. Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> uh, other figures can be seen wandering the halls or going from room to room. So, like, the rooms will be like across from one an another and you'll be walking down the hallway and you'll see a black shadow figure dart into the other room. Oh, so it's not even like nonchalantly. Like they're like, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, Hey, <laughs> honestly, I really must point, be getting to this other room over here. <laughs> they're like, man, did you guys see the renovation? <laughs> <laughs> We're so bad. Uh, people see a shadow figure jumping from the second or third window. That like literally made me like if I don't know if you were looking at me, but I literally <laughs> you were like, like <laughs> there was my body contorted. Well, people think that is there's no actual documentation of this, so who knows? It could just be folklore. Fair. <laughs> I knew you. Starting to the next fucking room. Anyway. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so people think this was like a doctor who committed to suicide by jumping off oh. the second or third floor, uh -huh. but that's not documented. But I think they've gotten some like EVPs and stuff of evidence of that. But yeah, yeah. But Lord still, knows. like <laughs> people just see the shadow figure jumping from the second or third window. Period. <laughs> period baby period baby jump baby live your best life i'll be following right after and people um, also see a shadow man with a top hat walking around what is it with spiritual beings say that. creeping around old abandoned lakes and houses and they just like they had to put on a top hat so well, they could be like, prim and proper for the day that's like the ghost in my house back home <laughs> there's actually a thing where like there's a dude in a top hat it's like so like i should do a whole bonus episode on it because it's an actual thing there's like it and he always looks the same <laughs> so unless there's a bunch of 1880s men running around with top hats that is really scary to me <laughs> well, well the only like, way, the only reason we know was a man in a top hat. Mackenzie saw him, and Megan saw, saw him. Megan was uh, so in her room at the time. Her bed was against the wall, and you, she can look out the door into the hallway. Okay. And in the hallway, you know how like my, our Kenzie's room's on the on the end. Mm -hmm. Our room and the Mackenzie's room. <laughs> <laughs> so she said she was like laying there one night, and. 
this was like a few years ago before she was married. So she had like on her phone. So oh, so like iPhone. recent though, like recent like enough. Five years ago, four or five years. Mackenzie saw him two years ago, three years ago. Um, but he, she like was on her phone and she like looked over and she said she saw this figure in a top hat walk into Mackenzie and I's room. And she said he was about six feet tall. And then Mackenzie saw him one morning while she was getting re- ready to go be a, whenever she was doing her CCNA hours, she was get bringing wood in and she saw him as she walked in, like next to the plants, like he was watering the plants. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I dropped all the wood and then he disappeared. <laughs> I was like, oh my. I'm like on the verge of tears right now. I need Is her he... to write in because she has so many about our house. Kenzie. Um, Kenzie, first of all. <laughs> Kenzie, first of all. Are you Why okay? did you not respond to our text message? Oh my God, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to be on this episode. <laughs> and you're not. Rude. Anyway, uh, back to the dude in the top hat at Ashmore States, not at my house. Uh, visitors will hear things being thrown. They'll hear loud bangs. They will go investigate the area and find nothing. You'll hear knocking, disembodied voices, giggling, screams. Another spirit that also haunts the property is Joe Bloxham. He was apparently hit by a train and somehow Mm. his body ended up in the boiler room of the estate where he died. I don't know if he like trekked back to the property or if someone brought him there but yeah either way either way he was there um so yeah like i said visitors will see him roaming the halls a lot and he is actually to be known to be like more violent oh in the boiler room how so um well one dude got pushed up against a wall Another guy was like laying on the ground. I don't know if he was sleeping or what he was doing. He was laying (laughs) on the ground and he said that he felt himself kind of rise a little bit. Like his chest came came, came up, like someone grabbed him and then shoved him down again. People have been scratched in the boiler room. Uh, Yeah, so boiler room is not a fun time. (laughs) Avoided all costs. I don't know what Joe's issue is, but... Uh, I mean, I got hit by a train. (laughs) I think I got hit by a train too. Like, we're here for you, Joe. We get it. (laughs) Um. Oh, that's so creepy. The current historian, yeah, the current historian of Ashmore, Michelle Watson Baker, said she has had many unexplainable events happen to her. She says that quote: "One day, I just said goodbye to the owner and watched them pull out of the drive. I walked into the building, locking it behind me, and set off to do my tasks." I walked into a room and heard, well, hi there. I responded, hey, how are you? And kept going before I realized I was the only one in the entire building. Sis. <laughs> uh, here's my last little story about Ashmore. So it's from Michelle again. She said, Michelle and her sister were in the bit building doing a tour or on a tour, something like that. And Michelle keeps okay. telling her sister, she's like, quote, stop tugging on my shirt. And her sister was like, I'm not. And her sister looks down 
and she sees Michelle's shirt being tugged by nothing. Deuces. I'm like, the, <laughs> that's it for me. I, I really yeah. <laughs> and I said that was my last story. I have one more tidbit, which is kind of sad, but there's a oh, piano okay. left in the room in like one of the mu- mu- music rooms and mm-hmm. people will, will like hear the piano playing like by itself, which is really actually funny. That is really sad. <laughs> Scary. But, but like also- weirdly haunting. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. Like you go, you. Wow, you. Kind of cool though. That Mozart. Kind of cool though, because you know how like sometimes, um, if people get like dementia or Alzheimer's or something, and they were like musicians or something, and they can still literally just like play piano, yeah, without like they're like without thinking about it, like they like they retain the music, like Aww. the fact that. You know what I mean? Like the well, fact I that bet these, a like, lot of like Alzheimer's and dementia people were in there. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. So like the fact that they're Aww. still like there and like they can still, you know what I mean? Like it's really sad, but also kind of beautiful. Kind of, but like mostly sad. Still kind of scary too. Yeah. <laughs> so that was Ashmore Estates. There was a Ghost Avengers episode on it, but I didn't want to watch it, so I didn't. Sorry. That's fair. <laughs> Every other one I watch. That's fair. That's ooh, that stuff creeps me out. I think it's really interesting. Like I think asylums are super like cool, and I like to watch things on them. But I don't I do know too. if I could like go to a ghost tour and do that. Like I think honestly, I probably could. If I had like Mackenzie with me, I'd be okay. If you You're had like, me with you, it would make it worse. <laughs> You'd be like, I simply cannot be here. I don't want to see any shadows like, darting out of these rooms. <laughs> I would scream at literally any single movement I saw. <laughs> A cat runs by. Oh my God! <laughs> no, but literally. So that was, was Ashmore Estates. Ashmore Estates. Uh, <laughs> I'm creeped out. I like legitimately was really? like like that whole time no it was good but i would like that stuff like (gasps) when you're talking about like kenzie and megan seeing it oh my god is it like is it like a shadow looking or is it like it's literally like like it looks like a person but they're black but yeah so like like, just a tall dude but like complete like every like like she completely can't can't see any features that's so scary Yep. Like I, mm. we don't know who he could be. The only thing we know about our, our property is that it was obviously the house wasn't what wasn't there, but it was old farmland. So the only thing okay. we can think it could be is like the original owner of the land, and he's like, "Why is there a house?" <laughs> I'm sorry. What is this? Like, I'm sorry. Who? Who let this happen? Disgraceful. <laughs> so that's all i can think but woof all right we have less than a minute oh my god so let's end her and then i'll send another one so we okay get on with it bye hello and welcome to horror roulette where you never know what you're gonna get we're your hosts i'm em and that's my brother nick each week we spin the wheel of misfortune to randomly generate an episode topic which makes our lives miserable but this podcast listenable We've covered everything from the Toy Box Killer to Jack and Jill. 
From Ed Wood to Black Widows, we've suffered through it all. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and check us out at horrorroulette.com. Listen if you dare. Okay. Hello. It is time to read our three listener tales. Anyways, the segment that you've all been waiting for and that we've been screaming about for the last two months is finally here. Three months. <laughs> I'm asking for way too I'm asking of for way too much for my computer. Maybe we oh, got lost in translation. Maybe I asked for too much. Maybe this thing is a masterpiece. What? Till you'd soar it all up. <clears throat> I don't think that song will ever get old. This is from one of me and Shannon's friends. <laughs> I don't know. Entitled... Did she give us permission to say, say, say your name? We didn't ask. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just buy We'll just won't for now. But right. next time, let us so, know if you want to say Next time, we'll get you. <laughs> All right. So this first one is entitled The Strangest Sunday of My Life. Set the scene. It's a warm afternoon in the spring of 2011. I was in eighth grade at the time. Middle school was such a weird time, but I was really into crime shows. My family watched like NCIS, CSI, and of course the iconic Law and Order As SVU facts um to give you some to give you some context as to who I was as a young dork. <laughs> Every Sunday, my family would load up our conversion van and drive an hour away um, from where they lived to their grandmother's house and to church. Um, her sister... You can read exactly what it says. I know. After I said that, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even purposely change it. I just, like, did it. My sister and I were sleepy from the Sunday lunch grandma always makes. 10 out of 10 would always recommend. So we weren't really paying attention to anything on the drive until my mom screams, pull over! (laughs) This got our attention. I didn't know why we were stopping on the side of the highway. My parents turned to us and say, stay in the car, as we both got out of the van. I look at my sister and said, yeah, no way in hell I'm staying in here. I want to see what's up. As a 13-year-old. (laughs) no way in hell (laughs) and her sister agrees as we got out of the van we finally see what spooked my mom a body dad I told you to stay in the car me and you think we were gonna listen (laughs) should I say her sister's name should I like not use names you can give her an alias sister (laughs) good Kenzie (laughs) sister the sister is she dead my mom who's a medical professional was trying to see if the woman was still alive she was wearing a red cocktail dress and ripped fishnet tights she was missing a black pump and she had dirt all over her face and hair it had looked like someone dumped her there My dad was looking around to find quote-unquote evidence of any kind because, you know, watch a handful of crime shows and now we're experts, period. (laughs) I decided it was time to figure out if she she was alive or dead. I found a stick and I decided to poke her with it. (laughs) The mom says, really? We look at each other like we saw a ghost. We all thought she was literally dead. My mom starts to dial 911. The woman faintly says, don't call the cops. 
mom, honey, we are trying to get you help. Are you in any pain? Did someone hurt you? We will stay here with you until help comes. As my mom is trying to keep this woman calm and still, this red flashy sports car pulls up right in front of us. A tall, skinny man in ripped jeans, a white tank top, and a cigarette in his mouth approached my mother. Let's call him Slim Jim, because I thought he smelled like one. (laughs) Slim Jim. No need to worry, ma'am. She's mine. Ew, first of all, him calling. Anyway. Ew. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The woman was going in and out of consciousness, so she could not confirm if she knew Slim Jim. Because my sister and I were there, she had to think about... Because my... Sorry. Because my sister and I were there, our mom had to think about our safety. So she steps away from the woman. Slim Jim threw this woman in the back seat like she was a sack of potatoes, and he drove off with her. As he drove off, my mom ran to the car and grabbed a piece of paper. As he drove away, my mom had the make and model of the car, plus the license plate and the direction he was driving. Yeah, girl. Get it. Period. Facts. Mom called the police and gave them all of the information and details of what happened. They took her information and that was it. We got back into our van and left for home. Never, sorry, excuse me, never to see or hear of the woman ever again. My mom called a few days after to see if anything happened or if they found her. But the police, sorry, the police was not willing to share details at that time. And so we will never know what happened to her, if she knew Slim Jim or why she was left for dead on the side of a highway. Literally, uh, the person says, literally one of the craziest things to ever witness. But ever since then, I have learned to pay attention to details like license plates and make models of cars because my mom said that's that's the detail that might save someone's life. She's not wrong. Facts. So that's just crazy. Like the that's kid, like that's like the kid in the Richard R- Ramirez story who took the license plate not, not number, and that's how they. No facts. Yeah, yeah. I think that happened in another one too. Oh, Danny Rowling. After he tried to rob the Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of that whole story was the stick part. I'm sorry. I know that's like, but like. <laughs> Every 13-year-old is going to grab a stick and be like, I'm going to poke it with a stick. No, facts, facts. You're a queen. (laughs) We love that. All right. I have one. She's a little short, but she's from one of my friends. Troy does not know her. I won't say her name because I wasn't given permission. Okay. Hey, Shannon Troy. So my spooky story is from when I was around seven or eight years old. To preface... hmm? (laughs) we're not doing this again we're not doing this again it's preface (laughs) (laughs) to preface at this time i slept on the top floor alone i'm an only child and my parents sleep on the first floor of our house that's mistake number one (laughs) never let your kids sleep alone on the top floor just kidding i probably would uh so the night started like every other night i was sleeping soundly when i suddenly woke up and my head was at the foot of the bed rather than at the head of the bed Kind of weird since this never happened to me before. And then when I looked out into the hallway through my door frame, I saw two figures that looked crazy similar to my parents, but they were pale and they had red eyes. Uh As a little kid, kid, this scared the daylights out of me. Looking back, I'm not really sure if it was a dream, but it felt 100% felt real at the time. And after the figures kind of floated away, my terrified seven-year-old self sprinted down the 
to my parents' bedroom in tears. I've I've always thought that they were ghosts or some sort of spirits, and it's a memory I've never forgotten. That's kind of all there is to the story. But ever since then, I've slept my door closed because I do not want to risk waking up and seeing creepy shit outside of my room ever <laughs> again. LOL. Love your podcast. That's terrible. <laughs> no. Can you imagine? No, I don't. I don't like door frame. I don't like door frame. Like that's door scary. Frames. That's scary. I sleep with my door shut too. Well, not totally shut because kitty has to get get out kitty but like still that's like i mm -mm. i don't like how she woke up on the foot of the bed yeah so not only was she seeing yeah not only was she like seeing weird things outside her door her body was also completely moved from her original position i don't like it that's scary okay that's scary. I that I'm scared. Ow! That was my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So here's the last one that we have so far. Um, this is from one of my friends that Shannon doesn't know. All right. Hello, Troy, Shannon, and Kitty. <laughs> Yay! Kitty made the pod. Kitty's first shout out. Here it goes. Haha. I think my niece, I will call her Matches, is psychic. It started when she was over at my house and told my brother and I, will you tell that boy to stop? Those are quotes. We were confused and she said, the boy upstairs, every time I'm here, he says, Matches, Matches, come upstairs. Obviously, we freaked the fuck out. About a week later, I was in the car with my sister and my niece, and I looked behind me and my niece was rubbing her eyes with her fists. I asked what she was doing, and she responded, quote, I'm looking inside my body to see if anybody's hurt, end quote. I looked confused. She repeats herself and says, I'm looking to see if my teachers are hurt, Miss T and Miss B. My sister and I gave each other the look. We were confused and concerned. A couple minutes go by, and I asked her, so are your teachers okay? And she said, no, Miss T cut her hand. The next day, my sister went into daycare and said, I know this sounds weird, but did Miss, but Miss T, did you cut your hand? The teacher looked confused and said, no, but my son did. So Miss T's son had cut her hand, had cut his hand. That was my, but that was the biggest thing. Now it's just every once in a while, she'll make offhand comments about how she doesn't feel good. And you'll ask her what's wrong. And she says, somebody's hurt. I can feel it. She says, I told Troy stories about her all the time and he's terrified of her. So I'm just adding to it now. It's true. This girl scares me. I want to hear more. um, She says, great podcast. So excited to hear more. Glad I'm not the only person who loves murder. (laughs) We're glad too. We love murder. Facts. But please send more stuff into us about your niece. Because there's some stuff that she's told me, like, aside from these two things, that are absolutely, like, horrifying. Like, Well, they do, people do think that kids are more open to that kind of stuff. Because they haven't oh, been told sure. that it's not real type thing. Right, like, they're, like, literally just they're fresh. Just like, like they're, so, like, that makes me nervous anytime anyone's, like, any kid is, like, oh, my imaginary friend. I'm, like... 
I'm like, like um, no, <laughs> like, really? are they actually, did you actually make them up or are they literally, no, like, yeah, do they have scary. clothes on? Like, what yeah, do they look like? like? You, do you actually like, see this person? <laughs> it's kind of freaky. I don't think I had any. I don't think I did either. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was our first one. I was so happy that those three people, they get a special shout out reward. Here's your know. shout out because we're not your saying names. Because we can't say names because we didn't ask for permission. But if you do send in a story, please let us know if we can use your name or any of that stuff. And Troy will try to speak in first person, not in third. Um. I don't know why it's so hard. Like, I don't know why I couldn't just read them as they were. I. You're like, her sister. I was like, just read. <laughs> why do I want to say the sister's name? Anyways, um, stream ready to go by Noah Cyrus. <laughs> like, I love how you don't even plug my music, but you plug Noah Cyrus's <laughs> music. Stream Hate You by Shannon Quinn on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere else, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You're right. Stream it's Murder just, Road mm, Trip. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stream murder road chip. <laughs> Stream murder road chip wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to give us a five star review, or I'll be really upset. Email me your spooky stories at murderrt at gmail.com. We'd love to do this again, but you people have to actually put in the effort. <laughs> oh my. Dan's <laughs> really passionate about these emails. <laughs> At Kenzie. I guess we never asked if we could say Kenzie's name on here. And we, we never did. We started it. doing it one day. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram. We're going to try to be better at posting like stories <laughs> that correspond with the episodes that are releasing currently. Um, I can't even keep track of which episodes were coming out and which are the last ones we recorded to correspond with the ones that we're currently recording. Very true. Um, so, yeah, follow us on Instagram at Murder Road Trip Pod. And that's that's all for now, folks. What is that sound? What sound? That little jingle. I don't know what the jingle is from. <laughs> I don't know what that jingle is. If anyone knows this jingle. Mario, Mario, Mario. It is Mario? I thought it was Mario. And the more I like thought it in my head, I was like, I don't know why you didn't do the first port, the... I don't know why you didn't start with that. <laughs> Please forgive me. Anyways, we're now a game show. You have to guess the songs that me and Jana don't know. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of things we don't know. All right. Well, everyone have a lovely day. A lovely, lovely Sunday. A lovely Sunday. Lovely week. I hope this was a nice break from John Wayne Gacy's disgusting, horrible repulsive actions and deeds Gross. and we will see you next week as always thank you for listening bye
Thank you for listening. Thank you for being supportive. Like, comment, save our photos on Instagram. Share us with your friends. <laughs> Print pictures of us out and post it all over your small towns and make people listen to us. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anyways, bye. bye. <laughs>